Texans, I'd like to give a shout out to NASM, National Academy of Sports Medicine. I love that uh, organization. I'm actually a master trainer through their organization, and I help create some of their tests. Welcome to Cooler Conversations. I'm your host, Tyler Smiley. Today's guest is the owner of Underground Muscle, a solid gym in the middle of Burlington. It's over near Lowe's Home Improvement. This guy is currently the busiest man in Alamance County. It's super hard to get in touch with him. But this is RJ Totten. What's up, RJ? What's happening? Dude, um, I listened to your interview with Dr. Andy. Super solid, man. Yeah, you know, I try to keep it, you know, short, sweet, and simple for him because we go into detail about, you know, exercising, uh, the purpose and my passion for this stuff. It's, it's unreal. You know, you just got to love to do what you do. and It makes life easier, in my, in my opinion, Smiley. Yeah, I think uh, my favorite touch, though, is you – you know, semi-flexing your four-wheeler in the background. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, um, that thing weighs 600 pounds. You know, I uh, <laughs> <laughs> that thing, that's, and it can go. Smiley, it can go. I just got it maybe about a month ago. And, you know, uh, believe it or not, that thing goes, it tops out at 70 miles per hour. So, it's fast. Okay. Have you ridden it often? I know this is not fitness related, but have um, you been doing it? Uh, to be honest with you, um, because I work so much, like you said, I'm busy, man. I try to go uh, on the weekends, maybe about uh, anywhere between an hour or two or three hours or so at the most, and just try to get away from, you know, work. You know, it's a good outlet for me. You know, I'm a, definitely a speed like demon i get that adrenaline rush but you know i think uh my wife says i'm going through this kind of midlife crisis thing where you know i I want to play with all these toys and stuff and uh, it's just no i'm just trying to find another outlet to do i mean i love exercising don't get me wrong but you know just getting out there on that four-wheeler just it's just like i'm free yeah that was that was one point i wanted to kind of touch on is like you're Currently going back to school, it's you're getting your doctorate, mm-hmm. correct? Correct, correct. Like that's insane. Then you're balancing the business, you've got a family, and then maintaining your fitness. So what is your advice since that you're so immersed in such a busy schedule? What's your advice for those of us who have much less on our plate and yet we're like, Yeah, I can't do push ups today. You know what I mean? Right, right. Uh so I've learned developing a routine because as humans, we are very, um, we adapt well to uh, our environment. So what I did was create a routine to where I could stay consistent at it. And that's what has brought me a long way is just being consistent at the routine that I do. Now, anytime there's change, not to bring up COVID, it did made a lot of changes for me. So Um, but I adapted very quickly to the changes. And so it helped me again, get back on the path of being consistent, uh, Smiley. So my advice truly is that, you know, just 
let's say if you don't feel like doing push-ups, physical activity can be anything. Um, whether you just get up out of the chair, walk to the copier machine instead of having somebody bringing your copies to you, you know, just get up and try to get a little bit more involved in getting steps in the day, uh, making healthier, or I would like to say better meal choices when it comes to nutrition. Um, and some people don't have that idea of what are better sources of nutrition. I, my opinion always to keep it like dummified or simplified, anything that's natural. The, if you look on the back of, uh, become a label reader. So look on the back of uh, any product, the less ingredients, the better. If it has a lot of things on the back of that label and some of the stuff that you cannot pronounce, it's probably not good for you. <laughs> so, that uh, you know, that eliminates Pop-Tarts, man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right on. I mean, I used to be huge on Pop-Tarts and I love cereal, man. I used to love Captain Crunch. Mm. I used to love Cinnamon Toast Crunch, all that stuff. I have once in a while, but definitely the sugar content in that is definitely not good. Diabetic yeah. right away. I, because uh, this is one thing I think most people, if not all, everybody is we all have this great intentions of, you know, putting ourselves first as far as living a healthier lifestyle. Mm -hmm. What do you do? that reframes your mind when you kind of get into that David Goggins sense of our inner bitch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You definitely, you definitely have to go into it when you're working out. Um, you definitely have to find some people say find that happy place, but you know, um, I love the Avengers. I'm a big Avengers. I love the Hulk. And mm -hmm. you know, and one of the, uh, I can't remember if it was the, uh, not the last one, the end game. It might have been the uh, the one before that, but uh, not to get off topic. He just goes, when he says, all right, we're going to need you to turn green, get angry. And then he goes, I'm always angry. <laughs> so yeah. that's me. So that's me. I'm always angry. I just know how to manage it. You know, when I lift weights, I mean, I don't lift heavy as I used to anymore. I'm not throwing up, you know, uh, 315 for 10, 15 reps anymore or squatting like 450 or 500 pounds anymore. Um, just now I'm trying to focus and change the dynamics of my workout to be more suited for my lifestyle and longevity. That is the most important thing uh, that people need to realize because I'm not getting paid to lift 315 for 10 times or squatting 500 pounds for 10 times. No way. If I was getting paid to do that and that was my career, yes. But my lifestyle is different. My lifestyle is showing people how to exercise and, you know, proper body mechanics and going through all the phases of training to prevent injury. And that's not my style. My style has changed as I gotten older in the game. Um, so definitely, uh, Tyler, if this answers your question, when I get into my mindset of training and and i yes i do lift weights angry sometimes because i'm frustrated at myself if yeah i'm not performing uh physically as i want to be at or and that helps again push me for my goals you know you gotta have a lot of self-discipline because it's not a lot of people that can push the trainer you know the trainer's always pushing others but who's gonna push the trainer yeah yeah, for sure. 
That kind of goes along with, uh, I was looking on your website, you have uh, you posted your favorite quote is, uh, stop waiting, get started now, or get started today. Absolutely, absolutely. That's, 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 that's the best thing you can do. It's like, okay, you're thinking, you're thinking, you're in that contemplation stage, you're thinking, you're thinking, man, just do it. You know, yeah. F it, just do it. You know, uh, what's the worst that can happen? You know, your body might react different or it might act, it might it might react and say, Hey, I need some more of this. And if it acts like, okay, uh, this was super challenging. So then that's when you start adjusting to the programs and start making things, uh, um, those modifications and then get on a program that is suited for a, a, a goal that is going to be more realistic for you to achieve. Yeah. I, what I, what I think is funny, I kind of, bridging into that is um we this this uh, this podcast episode was really a culmination of us talking in person on how um there's a lack of discussion and a lack of um people talking anymore especially in our county i mean god our county's in the fucking national news and everything absolutely so what um going off of um starting today and getting uh getting you know mindset driven Mm -hmm. you've been in this game for like since 2014 is when you started the business correct 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 Mm -hmm. what changes have you seen in the fitness world good and bad or even like in the grassroots of alamance county since your inception i mean there's there's businesses all over the place are they preaching different things than you um well so uh not i'm gonna just go back so i've been on my own business-wise since 2014 sorry smiling Now I've been trained for over uh, 10, going on 11 years, maybe now in 11 years. I don't know. It's up there. Um, I've been training for quite some time. So, but um, looking at that question, um, there's a lot of gyms popping up and yeah, they're group training classes. And, you know, I try to stick to my module, which is, you know, semi-personal training, focus on quality versus quantity. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I get some people that come to me from other gyms and uh, those of those larger gyms, you know, cause they're injured or hurt or they wasn't getting the attention that they need to do things properly or do it right. Or wasn't getting results. Um, and so they, that's why I specialize in personal training. Again, semi-personalized is again, a small group for me, max capacity that I can handle is six, but, I'm comfortable three or four in my classes. Now, one-on-one, I definitely, when I say it's one-on-one, it's one-on-one. It's you and I, and I I designed the program specifically to your needs. And again, with the caloric intake changing daily or, you know, that's another thing, you know, not to deviate from what we're talking about. But when I specialize in personal training, I focus on their their needs as into performances. So sometimes they can eat all four or five meals a day, feel great. Sometimes they only ate two or three meals and then they go into a workout and try to do this performance. And it's not, again, getting the response as we want it to be because of the nutrition or failure of trying to, or or, of the calorie intake. So uh, that's Mm -hmm. where we change these things up in, in, in that aspect. And so a lot of trainers may not understand that. Some may do. I'm different because again, um, 
one of the best certifications I like to give a shout out to NASM, National Academy of Sports Medicine. I love that uh, organization. I'm actually a master trainer through their organization and I help create some of their test. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I was called wow. upon uh, a couple years ago to review one of their exams for an upcoming uh, trainer, for example, some of the questions yeah. that was needed to be answered, what would, what was relevant, what was irrelevant, that kind of stuff. And I thought very uh, hard about it. And I said, the most important thing people need to know, uh, Smiley, is definitely nutrition but don't dive too deep in nutrition because it's so complex you know there's a lot of biology mm -hmm. and chemistry behind that and then you know uh definitely statistics and stats on how uh or stats on history of how training fitness and all that stuff became a part you know that's important people do need to know that and then uh lastly is the um training program so they use an opt model called the optimum performance training model uh it's five phases it's great it's awesome some people stay between one and three in between those first three phases and never actually go to four and five. And that's because again, they're training according to their lifestyle. Um, every now and then we'll touch in that power phase. So that's that CrossFit. Uh oh. So, you know, you're doing the Olympic lifting. And so, you know, not to bash CrossFit. I love it. I love to watch the competitors compete. I love to watch just the sport, man. It's a very, very dynamic and intense uh, workout. Do I recommend it uh, for the general public? Um, not, but um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, um, but for the youth that who are in the 18 and 24 range, you know, before they reach their prom, yes, maybe they can possibly get a career out of that competing the CrossFit Games. You know, that's a dream. That's a, that's yeah. something to shoot for. But you got to think, though, you know, uh, yeah, people who are sedentary, Tyler, they need to uh, get up and be active. And that's where that quote comes back to. Don't, you know, get started today. You know, don't don't wait. Get started today. Yeah. So it, it's it seems that like uh, I know you're, you're prevalent in the NASA. I mean, I didn't even realize that you were so involved. In oh, that's yeah. pretty awesome to hear. Um, what? Well, I guess. What is your opinions when, because you've been doing this for 11 plus years, what are your opinions on all these crazes coming out of social media? People, obviously, CrossFit was a craze and it's kind of influx and outfluxed everywhere. Um, how, do you, how do you tell your clients and tell people that, or how do you deviate between what is a craze and what is um, consistency? Right. Um, so... I always when I see someone and I'm like, okay, so what's your previous physical activity? I mean, this is someone coming from CrossFit, for example. Mm -hmm. um, CrossFit, I did CrossFit for a while and, you know, it was hard on my body and I just couldn't keep it up. Okay. All right. So then I say, okay, well, in order for you to be consistent at something, you need to do something that is tolerable uh, and also uh that you can maintain and sustain for longevity that's the goal like i i read tom brady book i'm a big fan of tom brady and he's a court one of the goats 
greatest quarterback. That's my thing. Well, that's yeah. that's debatable. Arthur. Yeah. So I read his book, and it goes into <laughs> his training, right? So this is this is not yeah. again. I'm trying to stay on topic here. It goes into his training, yeah. and he's a quarterback, so mm-hmm. he is not going to lift like a running back. He's not going to lift like a defensive tackle or defensive end or a linebacker. Right. He's probably just going to focus on band training for resistance, maybe some light dumbbell work and just, you know, focus on flexibility to increase that mobility. You know, uh, he's got to move mm-hmm. around sometimes in the pocket. And, uh, you know, uh, he goes in deep uh, about pliability. You know, that's something that him and his trainer use a lot whenever. And what that does is pretty much think of, of a drunk driver getting in an accident. And that drunk driver is so relaxed yeah, he comes out unharmed. He's not tensing the body up. So with that pliability, that type of training, what he does with his trainers, try to get his body to relax, to embrace some of those 290-pound defensive end or defensive tackles, you know, hitting him. So he's going to try to fold like a chair when he gets hit and rather than try to resist because the greater force obviously going to win, and that's what's going to, again, prevent the injury. So he tries to – and I read into that, and I was like, that's so awesome. Now, looking at when people come in and they have that CrossFit mentality, go hard, go hard, you got to go hard 100%, you know, no, 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 you know, <laughs> no. Yeah. No, absolutely not. And I say that because, again – your body response to physical activity, whether it's getting up to go to the copier machine and just get your copies, your own copies, or getting up to go do a couple steps and taking the and not taking the elevator, that's awesome. That that gauge of type of physical activity is fine. So when CrossFit came in to me, I was like, oh man, it's great for some type of training and an extent to where people who are in my opinion have trained in phase you know one two three and now they need to get in that power olympic phase four and five i think that is beneficial but they cannot Mm -hmm. train in that type of field for long so so now smiley to answer that question again is to me, like a fad, CrossFit, they have their own little community and they own their own little clique, whatever. I'm not, I'm not speaking bad about CrossFit because I actually know a couple of good owners that are into CrossFit, not to bash them what they're doing. They're doing a great job um, and they teach a lot of the, you know, uh, stretches that they need to do to increase, increase that flexibility to be mobile, yeah. mobile, you know, they do proper warm ups and cool downs, which is great and fantastic, but to do it for a long, and I'm sure they have programs that has, um, you know, light days, heavy days, medium, medium kind of type days. So again, not bashing their training. I think uh, it's great programs. But if you work at a desk, do not do CrossFit. That's just what I'm gonna say. That's what I say. It's you know, it's really, it's really almost like a. It's not the individual gyms itself. It's the overarching culture. Mm-hmm that CrossFit and these almost speed fad fitness 
um, project because there's no time for rest. There's no right. time for building your body for what you're right. doing. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I know you talked about in uh, the interview with Dr. Andy that one of the tests that you do is uh, it's a snatch balance. Yes. Correct? Uh, or overhead squat. Okay. How do you, what are you looking for when you're looking at that, uh, that balance for people? All right, great question. So, um, in our bodies, we have impairments, which means one muscle is going to be greater than the other. That's just how it happens. And our goal is to try to be equally balanced, uh, overall. And that's tough. So we're looking at when we do uh, overhead squat is that you got those three views. You got an interior view watching them from the front. You got the lateral view watching them from the side. And you got the posterior view, what you're watching from the back. And the checkpoints are we're looking at are going to be the foot or feet, knees, uh, the LPHC, what that stands for is lumbo-pelvic hip complex. And uh, mm -hmm. that's part of the upper body. So we're watching the hips, watching the pelvis, if it tilts and you know, or if it, again, if there's an excessive forward lean or the low back kind of arches or if the low back rounds or if the arms fall forward, um, we're looking at that. And that tells us a lot. Again, uh, the probably or probable, that's the word I should say, probable uh, overactive muscles. And, it, uh, and we have a chart that we follow in those overactive muscles are the ones that are working the most when performing that squat, which means that's the imbalance because your underactive muscles are weak. And those yeah. are the muscles we need to focus on strengthening. And in that overhead squat, I'm able to see the hamstrings. If they're tight, um, I'm able to see the calves. Uh, again, that tells us the calves are tight. Um, the, uh, just going again with the lats, uh, your pectoral muscles and your chest with the arms, just, it, it can give us a good grasp of everything. Um, and then from that, we develop a program, um, from that to build from your weaknesses. And then we include like groups of exercises. So group one might have some specific isolating training, uh, methods to help improve those areas. Group, and mm -hmm. then we do a group two exercise to focus on core and then a group three exercises that going to be more so for your cardiovascular training, something like similar to that, uh, where we can focus on intervals or we'll focus on distance, um, duration. We'll focus on uh, things like that to kind of improve your stamina and control to be able to do the exercises in the future. And each and every week we progress slowly at a time rather than what CrossFit would do is probably go from zero to a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> you got to break in the car. Right, right. You got to break it in like that four wheeler. You got to break it in. <laughs> um, because we're in such a, uh, with, with COVID and everything, everyone's kind of doing a, the DIY approach. Is there anything that we can do at home if we don't have access to a trainer yet that would kind of strengthen the overall muscles with the hip joints doing that over at squat. Absolutely. Absolutely. Smiley, what you could do, uh, stick to the basic fundamentals that, that push pull squat. That is our primary function movement of the body. So push ups is cool. Modified push ups. 
Uh, now the pull motion, like pull-ups, some people don't have pull-up bars or pull-up stations where they could do pull-ups. Some can't perform pull-ups, but you know, they can lie on the floor on their stomach and do supermans to kind of work their lower back or their director spine. Um, you could do, uh, floor lat pull down. So take like a towel and you will just kind of, you know, have it outside shoulder width apart, lift the chest up pull it towards your chest keeping your feet on the ground that'll help pull and again contract the lats it's not as aggressive as a pull-up would be but hey we work those muscles and then for us like yeah. hips and hip mobility <clears throat> we can do what we call uh car movements and car movement stands for circular articular rotation so that's a fancy word for your hips so hip circles you know, um, that's something hip bridges. So work the hip area to help strengthen the glutes and hamstrings. Um, and then squats. That is squats. And then you do that right there. Basic body weight movement. Maybe start off with maybe two sets of 15, one to two sets of 15. Work your way up to you can get to maybe four sets of 25, which is 100 reps per per body uh, group, which is awesome. If you are able to do 300 total reps, that's, that's amazing with your body. Yeah. And then, then from there you would do some cardio, get outside, go for a walk or, you know, I really, again, don't say go, I don't want to say go zero to a hundred, go run a mile. <laughs> Them shins are going to pay for it if it's not ready. So I would probably yeah. say maybe start off walking walking around uh track walk the dog if you got pets or something like that go get get busy at the park watch the kids play with them you know something like that yeah i think what's a what's astounding especially talking to you with the with a huge background of fitness is fitness is way more accessible than we're absolutely told. i realized now smiley half the equipment that i have here i did not need <laughs> So I was like, man, we could do so much work with just the body weight itself, you know, and that goes into calisthenics. So, again, but we do need, it is true, we do need that resistance training. We do need the, the weights to help, again, mm -hmm. along the way. And that's part of the stimulus of training. That's what helps, again, us push past those thresholds you know that's what helped us get over those mountains so yeah it's needed but for the time being of this covid stuff there was a lot of work you could have been doing with body weight exercises okay so i guess to kind of cap it off then um if you could choose one piece of equipment what would you say is the most ideal piece wow um <laughs> wow okay um just one piece of equipment. Yes. Hmm. Well, I can't. I can give you some of the other example people. What people? Yeah, have told yeah. Let me, me hear some. Of, let me wrong. hear some of that. Let me hear. I've 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 talked to some people. Some people believe just a regular barbell, okay. um, a kettlebell, okay. or just a pull-up bar. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I would say the pull-up bar. I would say the pull-up bar because okay. that's, again, remember I talked earlier about that is so hard to do by itself. Um, mm -hmm. You know, you have to do modifications, but eventually doing a pull-up 
is vital for the body. Let's just say you're hanging on the end, edge of the cliff, uh, cliff or something. God forbid this. You're hanging on the edge of the cliff, Smiley, and you got to do a pull-up to save your life. You know? Can you do it? <laughs> I got a parachute, you got- man. <laughs> <laughs> what if you didn't have a parachute? So you got to pull your... Oh, well. Yeah, you know, you got to be able to pull your... I always use that example. I think it's so important. I become religious immediately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I always tell people, you got to know how to do pull-ups. You never know. It might save your yeah. life one day. Well, RJ, this was an absolute blast to have you on the pod. This is actually very insightful. Awesome. Man. Awesome. I likewise, man. I enjoy talking. Um, so like I said, with with your busy schedule, um, you you're still running uh camps. Right? Yeah, I'm still doing uh training. Um I I do small group training in the morning. So hours just changed a little bit. Um so I have six AM group classes Monday through Thursday. Um, I have some afternoon classes that are a small group from Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 5.30. And um, I have one group class on Tuesday and Thursday at 6.30. So other than that, the rest is packed with personal training. So uh, there's probably some few openings for some small groups, maybe, you know, mornings, early mornings or either uh, those 5.30 or 6.30 slots, they can do that. And then every other sa- Saturday, I work some uh, group times for some individuals. So I'm, I'm staying pretty busy. Okay. Well, thanks again, man, for being on. This was awesome. Likewise, Smiley. Guys, if you're in the Burlington area, in the Alamance County area, be sure to check out Underground Muscle. It's located next to the Lowe's Home Improvement area. All things will be in the description. Follow his Instagram and Facebook. It's at Underground Muscle LLC. Website is at or it's www.undergroundmusclellc.com. All things will be in the descriptions. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share with your friends. Subscribe and rate the podcast on Apple. Follow us on Spotify. If you enjoyed this podcast, maybe you uh, follow us on Instagram at Cooler Conversations. This podcast is the culmination of cool stories and the coolest people. This is Cooler Conversations. Later. Later. Yay!